this fatherhood um, is is nowhere near straightforward. It's not straightforward. At all. all right, let me pose. I've got a question. Mm-hmm. Tell me, like, put yourself back to your first child's being born, mm-hmm. right? You got your son in your hand. Every, you're, you're at the hospital. Put your son in your hand. He's standing there. You now, you go back in time and walk up to yourself. What are the three things that you would tell that you? That first moment, that first day you got your child in your hand? That's a great question. Um, three things. First thing, release the anger. Because I was still angry. When my son was born, you know, that was eight years ago. Mm-hmm. My first son was born, I was still in an angry type place. So I would have said to myself, be on a straight and narrow and drop the anger out. Secondly, mm-hmm. it would have been it's important for a lot of what a lot of men like me do is you might not be happy with the partner that you're with, but because you've got a kid, you're a good man, you just ride it out. I would have said, look, you need to bounce in a dignified way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah just let her know where it stands, you always be there for the, you know, for the kid. Mm-hmm. But you need to it's time to go. Yeah. Yeah. Thirdly, um, do more research on if it does go pear-shaped on how you can have a better approach at, you know, getting access to your child mm-hmm. if it goes through the court system. Because okay. I had no idea. When yeah. she hit me, when she hit me with you ain't seeing your kids, you ain't seeing your kids and then I'm getting a molestation orders from her. It's like someone, it's like she had a battery in her back or someone pumped pump, we know he's loving we know he wants to see his kid so hit him with a non-molestation order they don't even need no evidence I can almost hear the conversation now Yeah. hit him with that then he's got to go court just to try and you know what I mean squash that just try and squash that and then that's going to take bit of time and then when he finishes doing that yeah then you hit him with another one when that's about to finish that, that's exactly what happened to me it yeah. took me nearly a year trying to get that non-molestation order off me with that court getting adjourned court getting adjourned yeah, 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 yeah. I need evidence I had, I had all the evidence but I kept adjourning things trying for her to get evidence she never come up with no evidence it was all rubbish she never finished her statement so that being said I would definitely say going back to my whole goal don't just go off your genuine um, being like don't just don't just try and just because you're a good person and you're naturally you know like good hearted don't just go caught and try and ride for yourself because that's what I done I went caught like people saying like oh no you need a you need a solicitor I was like I don't need no solicitor I'm running off love and loyalty yeah pureness you know what I mean yeah that's how I'm living mm. so I don't need no solicitor to talk to me I'll talk to myself went caught She's there giving it all the waterworks. He's this, he's that, he's blah 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 blah. They're looking at me and them times I'm still angry really yeah. in like in my, my persona. So yeah. maybe there's they're sensing that nah this guy ain't really this guy is still yeah, you can see he's a bit he's a bit you know what I mean? Yeah. He's a bit wild. Not knowing that that's not directed in the at whole her. environment. Never, never. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Never. So I mean, that was always outside. I would never do that to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Never. But, yeah, that's how, that's how that went, really. So that's the few things I would say. Okay. So, that's, so that would be 
research what what happens if you're ever in the situation where the mother of your child isn't letting you see your child. Yeah. Um, let go of the anger. Yeah. Or find a way to work through the anger or confront it or yeah. understand it. Deal with the anger in some way. Yeah. And what was the last one? Learn to walk away. Learn to walk away. Learn to walk away from a relationship. And this is a message for any 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 man out there that is stuck in a sort of situation where they feel like because they've got a kid with them. Like these these sort of conversations are like unspoken. Yeah. It's only people like me and you, like when you, when your boys will have these deep conversations because yeah. you know you're going through it. Yeah. But a lot of men don't really talk about this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They might have a child with someone, but they don't really want to be with that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And more than more than not more often than not, yeah, that's gonna end up bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then you start resenting that person over nothing. Yeah. Just the slightest thing that they do or say. Yeah, feeling it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, choosing the right partner, doing your research into the right female, how she, you know, how how she is, how she is with her mum, how she is with her dad, her respect level, you know, her values. Mm-hmm. These are these are beneficial things that we need to do as men. I feel like for actually having a child with someone. I think that's um, that's powerful because I think. I'm sure we probably had this conversation. I seem to remember we had this conversation before, but I've always had, not always, to be fair, maybe looking at the way circumstances have um, worked out for people around me, like yourself, like yeah. other friends that we've got, where I've seen how the decisions that people make almost make a rod for their back. You understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I all so when I've when I decide when I've decided to put down the Playboy thing, I'm not saying I was a super Playboy, but you know you know what I mean, that bachelor life. When I decided to put down the bachelor life and I was like, alright, let me find the person that I am gonna build with and I'm gonna build a life with. I I I came up with a a strategic plan yeah. of like you said, finding the right person. Because I come from a house which was just me and my mum. Mm. So I needed somebody who came from a house that understands the dynamic that I had no experience of. I also need to, like you said, find out their value system, find out what they want to do. Obviously, they got to look like a spice and all of that good stuff as well. But there's a lot of um, plan before even meeting my wife now. Like before I even met her, there was a plan of the information that I needed to find before I could give my all. Do you yeah. understand? Yeah. And yeah. I feel like, like you said, that's a conversation that's not had yeah. by um, us as men. Yeah. That it it takes more than a girl being a, a woman being nice to you, a woman looking good. A woman saying the right stuff mm-hmm. like you've got to look behind and a lot of that comes with understanding yourself because a lot of the time what happens is we we think we know we, we think we know ourselves but we don't really we like we think we're tough for example but we don't know like you said earlier like that really you was missing that love 
and you know that if you receive something that you feel is love like your defences are going to go completely down yeah. and now you're just going to be like the marshmallow man kind of vibe yeah, it's just yeah. whatever in it like yeah. I'll just take whatever because yeah, yeah. this is what it is mm. do you understand yeah. so I think a lot of it is knowing yourself and I think that comes through experience as well but um, luckily for me I feel like I learn from seeing other people's issues seeing other people's the way the cookie crumbled, the way the yeah, cookie crumbled yeah, yeah. for other people yeah that's definitely, that's definitely you know what I mean it was a blessing it was a definite blessing um, alright um Also, as well, actually, I want to touch on the, um, the T-shirt you're wearing, yeah, the yeah. hat I'm wearing. Yeah, yeah. Amazing name as well, Dignified. I appreciate it. Talk to me about that. What is Dignified London? Dignified London is a brand that um, essentially I built in 2000, what is it, 2017. Um, it was basically, I believe in, I love fashion. Right, mm-hmm. I've always grown up in fashion, branding, and all of that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I've never really seen too much brands that have meaning. Mm-hmm. And um, I believe that if you wear something, you wear it with pride mm-hmm. a lot of the time. So if you can wear someone's name, why not wear something that reminds you of your mental state? You know, being dignified is is being respected, but also composing yourself in a dignified manner, in a respectful manner. That's mm-hmm. what dignified is. So, you know, it wasn't designed for one, one genre, you know, one type of person. It's designed for everyone. Whoever feels like they're dignified or knows what it means, if they don't know what it means, they can look into it. But mm-hmm. you know, it might, it might, it might address their day. It might make them feel better. You know, it, it, it could, it could change your perception. Just wearing the dignified, it could change your perception of how you react to a certain scenario, for right. instance. It could make the world a better place. You never know, and it's all mm-hmm. from just reminding, you know. So yeah. That's right. What's that? What's the? How do people? If people wanna cop, let's like say the t-shirt you're wearing. Yeah, yeah. I know you got hats and stuff as well. Yeah. More stuff on the way. Yeah. Um, how do people contact you? As far people as that's contact me, um, Instagram, BGN underscore London, um, websites being built at the moment. Mm-hmm. So it will be available online soon. Alright, so if they want to contact you, DGN underscore Landers. But don't worry, it'll be in the it'll be in the description as well. Yeah. Um Final message. Mm-hmm. Um What do you wanna say? I'm thinking this is me. What do you like if you could uh well this is your final message to me is what I'll, what I'll suggest your final message would be would be what would you say to if your son was if your sons were watching this that you haven't seen in how long mm-hmm. what would you say to them I would say first of all I love you I miss you um, life life works out in crazy ways yeah sometimes we don't get what we want but as long as we come to find out that you know there's actually people that really love us 
and people that are willing to love and like you said forgiveness mm -hmm. um, I would never badmouth their mum mm -hmm. to them mm -hmm. you know I would never, I would never want to badmouth their mum no matter what she's, what, what she's put me through but all I, wanted, all I want them to know is that I love them I'll always be there for them through thick or thin so I want them to know powerful my bro yeah. powerful and um, speaking as a son of a absentee father mm -hmm. that's all we want my bro yeah <laughs> you see it? that's all we want so yeah love every time Always. as I knew it was going to be powerful I knew it was going to be authentic because that's who you are um, just to give man man's roses while man's ear it's like I'd, if if I if I describe you to people, those words like the loyal, like the authentic, like real, all these words are the words that I use to describe you. You're appreciate somebody you. who likewise. You appreciate you, my brother. But you're definitely somebody who I have never, in the years that I've known you, I've never seen you talk out of the side of your mouth. I've never seen you move in a way that isn't understandable of never or isn't authentically you let me say that um and that is rare so like i say true pleasure true privilege to have you here um i'm more than appreciative i'm more than grateful and i'm thankful that you chose to share your story on this platform and um yeah man love every single time I'm also bro. thankful as well for you having me my brother and not just a friend a great friend you yeah. know what I mean but you like family love and I appreciate everything you're doing also with obviously you know it's not just about having interviews with people it's about people sharing their experiences and putting that out into the universe and at the end of the day you're creating a better place no, I appreciate so you that's the goal man proud of you, my that's brother. the goal my brother now yeah. Thank you for even, yeah, for noticing. Of course, man. Appreciate yeah. you, my bro. And, um, yeah, thanks for giving me too much information, my bro. Yeah, man. Love, Appreciate love, you, man. Love. 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 Now let's move on to like, now you've got children. So you said like, you, when your son was one, you brought him around your pups and introduced him to your pups. Mm -hmm. um, let's say that first year of your child's life, what was, or even when you had your child, what was that like? You, what did you think was your job? What did you, what was your understanding at that point of what it is to be a father? 
exactly what you said. Just do exact like I've been waiting for this my whole life. Yeah, I've been going through pain my whole life. So this was like a blessing, and it was like finally I can prove, not to anyone else, but to myself, that I can be a great father. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what that scenario. So what did that look like then? So let's say look, you just had your child, your mum's there, whatever. Simple things, even before the child, like before my child yeah. was born, like you know, with his mum, and you know what I mean rubbing her feet when she's on the cat, making sure she's not doing nothing, cooking the dinner. It's just that's you you sort of like become a man um, when you have to start doing things to provide for others, especially mm-hmm. obviously your family as well. So mm-hmm. that's how I thought about that situation. Of, you know, of, uh, like I, I can't wait. I'm gonna be a dad. Yeah. I'm getting, you know, buying little things here and there for baby, baby ain't even born yet. Yeah. And I'm buying, oh, I'm going to do this, this is going to be crazy, we're going to do this, we're going to do this together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Obviously, you're there throughout the whole pregnancy, yeah. there with her at the birth, mm-hmm. making sure she's good. Mm-hmm. We're both laughing on the laughing gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Before the nurse comes back, you're going to try to act like you ain't, you ain't, <laughs> you ain't buzzing. Oh. Yeah, all of that. And mm-hmm. you just try and be as open. And as fluent with it as possible. Mm-hmm. So you become a father? Yeah. And what sort of. So. Because obviously, me now, I've n- had no experience of being a son as far as a father is concerned. So. And you didn't have the best experience. Maybe the worst, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was a bad experience. Yeah. So, did you ever have any concerns about doing the right thing? No. Because just, it was, it was, obviously, no one's perfect. Mm-hmm. But I always knew it was like, imagine waiting your whole life to get to a certain place. Imagine dreaming. Of getting somewhere since you was a kid, mm. and then you actually get there. Mm. It's already set in stone what you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it was never like a burden. It was never like, oh, like, mm. like this is wrong sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But that's another thing I was gonna say as well. It's like there's good and bad in everything. Yeah. yeah? So just because I knew I was gonna be a great dad, yeah, mm. didn't mean I chose the right partner. Okay. That's an important part of this whole fatherhood journey, so yeah. let's touch on that. Yeah, because what you've lost as, you know, as a young man mm. from, you know, either having an absent father or having an aggressive, violent father or, you know, whatever anyone else's circumstances could be, you know what I mean, on drugs or drink, whatever, mm. yeah. And then you, you, you moving from that and always knowing that you're going to be a great father, you still, there's still something missing. So all you want to do is oh, I'm gonna be a great dad. I'm gonna be a great dad. I'm gonna be a great dad. Don't necessarily mean you're gonna pick the right partner. Mm-hmm. So yeah. does that mean you didn't pick the right partner? No, definitely not. And I was in a different place. So well, like life, 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 life mentally, mentally and life. Okay. I was angry. You know, like I was. You know, anytime it was, it was ready to jump off. Mm-hmm. Bit of, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's just, yeah, but. And, and and she and and the females I used to attract, yeah, that's what they love. They love the bad boy image. They love being around a bad boy. You know what I mean? Like people that was actually really active, like you know, doing it. Mm-hmm. And that's what attracted her to me. 
really. Mm-hmm. And then when she found out that I was actually exactly the way I am now, just, you know, you know, kind, giving, and all that stuff, she was like, oh, that's it. Like, it's yeah. game over sort of thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, yeah, but that definitely falls under it, the partner. So how did that, so how did that impact on your ability to be a father then? Her Massively. kind of not, like almost liking, liking the show and not liking the substance, what comes who you with are. It. What comes with it. It wasn't mm. so much what, what, like who I was, it was more of what I was doing. I couldn't really give her that time. Okay. You know what I mean? So obviously I was there for like pregnancy, I was there through everything, and birth, blah, 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 mm. doing everything. But because of my lifestyle, couldn't be she wanted that sit down and be next to me every day mm-hmm. that man i weren't that man at the time mm-hmm. because you know what i mean I was <laughs> yeah i was running around so um that obviously upset her mm-hmm. but at the same time she weren't moving correctly either mm-hmm. so it just got to the point where we're just constantly back and forth with each other so the relationship broke down but before that you, you've had another child right no that was my son and then and then, and then we ended up having another son mm-hmm. straight after that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We was living together for like a few years or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that relationship breaks down. Yeah. How do you... What's your thoughts at that time? Well, like, my thoughts was, wow, like, like, I ain't going to be like my dad. Like, I ain't just going to ignore them. Mm-hmm. So I, I contacted them and I was like, look, like, I need to see my, my children. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, in the beginning, it was sort of all right. She mm. was very bitter towards me. Um, we met a few times. I used to take my sons mm. to my mum, whatever, you know what I mean? I used to went back to see my mum at the time. And uh, we was there, like, things was all right. I was seeing my sons and I went with her, so I was all right, I was good. Mm-hmm. Because she went good for my mental state. Yeah. Um, but then, I ended up getting into another relationship mm-hmm. and um, with that relationship this is what I was saying earlier about the right partners mm-hmm. because you've because you've waited your whole life to actually want to you want you know you want to be a father so much and you want to be a good father mm. you might miss certain signs in someone you might just see you might just take things for what they are and just mm-hmm. dive straight in mm-hmm. you know and then you know, you end up having a kid with someone mm. and then, you know, things change or things ain't what you thought it was or whatever. Mm. Yeah, so, so then I ended up meeting um, my daughter's mom. I knew her already. And, uh, yeah, things sort of happened quite quick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then um, once my son's mom found out about that, that's when all hell broke loose. Hell broke loose. You mm-hmm. know, she um, tried to destroy me, literally. She, um, yeah, she got me arrested numerous times on, on bogus charges and dragged me through court, told me I'm not going to see my children. So, you know, this pain, uh, this is a new pain that I'm experiencing. So mm-hmm. It's like the first pain, that I'd love me. Mm-hmm. Now it's, you're not seeing your sons. So it's like now I'm visiting the past just in a different way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was like yeah, crazy. Like- so... So, you know, she's getting on the station orders on me, like, just for trying to see my, my kid and making out all sorts of liars or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, 
yeah, that didn't really progress into nothing, nothing good. Um, and as I said, once she found out that I had a daughter, I see she just shut everything down. Mm -hmm. Stopped me seeing my boys. Um, got, as I said, the normal station orders on me. I had to go court and try and get them off me because I had a bit of a record, not with anything to do with that, but you know, mm -hmm. um, they just looked at me like, you know, oh, this guy, like, he's a problem. So they thought, let's keep it on for her safety. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, she, she knew as well that that was a serious thing to me, my father that situation so she, what she actually tried to do mm. she tried to paint me to be someone I'm not so it's on my record by the grace of God that never happened mm. um, a female officer was dealing with a case and she pulled me to the side and said you know what this female is very bitter if I was you you better start tracking everything that you do document everything you do everything you say stop going around her stop trying to see do it the legal way mm -hmm. so that's where we're at. That's where you're at. Yeah. Okay. So, when I just want to touch back on this. You see, when you were saying that, almost like the pain that was created in that environment with your pups caused you to um, miss signs or ignore signs. Yeah. Because your goal was not necessarily finding the most stable person to have a child with, your goal was more Just to, to be, that father. be a father. Yeah. So yeah. talk to me about that. Like how in what like I don't know how to even ask the question. Kind of what what sort of things in you made you miss um can we say like things like you know, there was a gap in you. What was this gap? So you were, yeah, what, what was the gap? What, what was the thing that was missing in you Love. that made you miss? So, okay. So because of, like I say, so what you're saying is, is that you wanted love yeah. and you felt like the only way to get that love was to have a child. No, 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 no. That's so, not what I'm saying. No, okay. no, 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 totally not. Yeah. Um, what I'm saying is, yeah. I've always been a relationship type guy, so mm -hmm. I've always been, you know, if I'm with, you know what I mean? I'm, I've got my partner. Mm -hmm. Me and us together. Me and us happy or whatever. And um, I'm just saying that after I started having kids, that's when I realised like m my my vision's blurred. Like, why why do I keep doing this? Like I mean, it's a repetition. Like why am I? It's not making sense. Mm -hmm. You know. And it goes back again to having the right guidance as young and you know doing certain things the mm -hmm. right way and there was no guidance. And obviously, I knew what I'm doing. I I weren't raised, you know, on my mum's side to pass the blame. Mm -hmm. Never pass the blame. So it's just one of the things I sort of learned the hard way. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, but I don't regret my kids. Of course, I don't regret my kids. Of course, forgiveness. Mm. So you saw the movie, and that kind of spoke to you, and you forgave your father. Yeah. Is that is that still the case? Yeah, I was talking to my sister about this a few days ago. Mm -hmm. Um I'm past the bitterness, the anger, mm -hmm. the resentment, all of that, I'm past that now. It's sort of I'm at a place now where I'm just content 
how my life's been, how my life started, how it was, how it, you know, how it developed, and where I am now. All I know is that I'm gonna do my best for my children and do the best for the future, and that's it for their future. Mm -hmm. That's all. I, that's all. Once you set your mind on a goal, mm -hmm. and you continue that goal, and you start seeing the results daily, mm -hmm. that, that's your. That's you know. That's your drive to keep you going. Hmm. Alright. Talk to me about the pain of being a father that can't see their child. Talk to me about the pain of, um, like you said, wanting something, like almost like never wanting anything as much as this thing. Yeah. And it. And not being able to experience it in its fullness. Talk to me about that pain. That pain is just a completely different pain. That mm. pain is like something that eats eats you up every day. Mm. Um, my son's mum knew how I felt about my sons. Mm -hmm. My whole family knew. Um, they knew how important it was to me mm -hmm. to be a father, mm. and which is why she broke it down. I know that you've you've probably heard yourself. You, you must have seen so many scenarios, friends or whatever, family. Mm -hmm. um, usually, when the father's not involved, um, usually the door's wide open for him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and when a female, a bit a bit of twisted female, not all females. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when a bit of twisted female mm -hmm. wants to get at that father, what does she use? She uses the child mm -hmm. as a weapon. Yeah, mm -hmm. so that's exactly what's happened to me. That pain there wears at you every day mm -hmm. like sometimes you sit there and you think you know you start thinking things you start thinking like like this is over for me mm. you know like it's so, so many things like go through your head it's indescribable but it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pain that never goes away until the scenario is sorted out and, and even when the scenario does get sorted out depending on the time in between the difference mm. you never get that time back that's mm. the thing about it. You never get that time back. Mm -hmm. And then you start wondering to yourself, wow, like, am I slightly like my dad a bit? You know, you start thinking so much things. You start thinking like, well, I can't see my kid right now. He saw me, but he, you know, made me not want to see him. Now am I making my kids not want to... Because even though I've got all the paperwork, all the evidence of, you know, trying to be in their life. Yeah. Um... You know, I don't want it to get to a point where they're old enough to start coming to look for me. I want to deal with it now. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's, what I'm, that's what I'm trying to do. I have to do everything legally because of who she is and what she does. Mm -hmm. I have to do everything legally. Yeah, I don't want to do that. But then I start thinking to myself, am I bad for like possibly making things, you know, just letting them get to that stage and letting them come and look for me? Mm -hmm. Because if it does get to that, I'll be there with open arms anyway. Mm -hmm. Whenever they see me, they will see that I am the opposite of what their mum has said that I am. Mm -hmm. And I think deep down she knows that. Yeah. So it's an interest. It's an interesting one. That's an interesting one because I can. It's weird just because there's a lot of kind of I can identify with some of that. Not obviously from the father side, but being a young person, in the sense that. Um. Unfortunately for me, I don't know the the direct logistics of what 
what was said to him, whether he, I, I don't believe that, maybe, I don't believe that they, it was the same situation in the sense of, you can't see your you, like, wait, 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 mm. and, like, he doesn't know where I am, and all these things, but, the idea of, a child growing up, with, a negative image of the father, my situation wasn't, my mum was kind of like yours in a sense. She weren't trying to badmouth him. He just didn't come up in conversation. Yeah. I didn't ask, if I'm honest. Yeah. And she just didn't bring it up. Yeah. So it was just kind of, you just got on with life. You got on with life. That See? So, right. So, but then I've still grown up with this anger and I've still grown up with like, it's an on-site thing when I see him. And you know, like that was my energy. Mm-hmm. That was my vibe. So boom. I grow up, I grow up, I grow up. And then like my mum passes. And then he gets in contact with me. And that's like, I don't know, 32 years later or whatever. And um, we have some level of communication over the phone. And it's uh, it's a weird one where you... It's, it's weird to me just because if we had come back into contact five years previous when I'd had no experience really of the intricacies and the real inner workings of a relationship between a man and a woman and how a woman is one way with her child and one way with her partner, two almost two completely different people. What that did is that made me more... It, it kind of quelled like, the violent tendency towards him. Me saying this on site, when I see you, whatever you got to say, yeah, I'm sticking it on you. Yeah, yeah. Got, I got away from that to being like, all right, let me hear what he's got to say and let's yeah. have a conversation yeah, yeah, and yeah. find out who you are as a person. So yeah. it, it's almost like, there's a, like you said, there's almost that period where they're young and you can kind of holler and then there's that middle period of like 20s, <laughs> late teens, 20s, where your testosterone's raging and you love your mum and it's like, my thing is protecting my mum and I couldn't protect her at that time. Yeah. Now she's had to struggle. You know, that's how you yeah, pre. Yeah, yeah. That. So then it's almost like, where do you, where is that optimum time? And you, you're never going to be able to pick the optimum time and you just have to kind of almost make the moves when you can make the moves and accept yeah. the moves that are made towards you when that time comes. But what happened with my situation was is that I I was in that headspace of, let me hear what my man's got to say. Mm. Like, I love my mum, I'll never dispute what she's done and how she's moved towards me, but I also understand that sometimes how a woman is, like I said, with their partner is not how they are with and as a child, do you yeah, understand when you're yeah, a child looking up yeah. to your mum. So I was willing to hear the energy, feel the energy, and hear the conversation, hear his answers to the questions that I had. And what ended up happening was just me seeing him for what and who he was, which was well, in a good way, definitely in a bad way. Right. Like obviously, the the good things I do know are just good things that, like yeah, I could you're an intelligent person he's articulate and all of these things but deep down when it comes to like you said if your son turned up on your doorstep 
and was receptive, even mm. if they weren't receptive, I'm assuming, but I'm saying, let's say they're receptive mm. to conversation. Yeah. You would make the effort. Like, if your son's 25, for example, and you've got his phone number now, and you speak to him today, it's not going to be six months until you use that phone again, even if oh, you don't. No. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. It's not going to... Like, certain yeah. little things, in the same way that it was like when you was sitting there with your sister and talking to your pops, and it was very much like, all he wants to talk about is... His mum. Speak to, speak to yeah. your mum, where, 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 yeah. where you're, you, you... It's not hard for you to sense that you're not the priority. And yeah. he doesn't value fatherhood in that way. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Yeah. So... That's what, and the reason I said all that was just to say, like, when you have those thoughts in your mind, like, right, am I being like my father, or am I going to be perceived like by my kids how I perceive my father? Yeah, exactly. Not maybe not the same direct way, but maybe mm. even if that is the case, yeah. what you, what I can say is being the child that, for whatever reason, is had an absentee father is that when that day does come, be your true and authentic self and make the effort. Because that's all you can do. Yeah, that goes without saying. But this is the, this is the thing. Mm. It's, it does go without saying to you. What, it's almost like my biggest fear came true when it was always like, when I got to the point where I was old enough to start thinking about, right, imagine if, like my pops was about it. Imagine if he was actually just like nonchalant yeah, about yeah, it, like yeah. whatever. Like, yeah. it would. I'm so glad it happened at this stage of my life where I don't really, it's not, it ain't gonna burn my spirit. Yeah. Like, it's not gonna make me rage. It's just like disappointing. Yeah. Like, you're that guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know guys like you, you're yeah, just yeah. that guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, do you understand? Yeah. Like, when you're, yeah. like, when you're a stand-up guy, like you're a stand-up guy, shit happens, circumstances, whatever, they come and approach you, it's going to be a different thing. It's going to be like, oh my God, whatever. Like, and it's not just going to be that one conversation, where, where, where. it's going to be making that effort. It's going to be like, right, I've got, I've got my phone number. Like, yeah. Let me shout at him. Like, what, what are you of doing? Course. Like, what's that was? Yeah. What have you been doing today? Like, just basic stuff that you would think somebody who cares about some a child that they you're going to feel some level of I don't know guilt towards or you're going to feel some level of responsibility to redressing the balance yeah the actions that you think a person like that would take when that person doesn't take that action that level of disappointment you know you know I mean you know so um yeah my point is just be your true and authentic self when that day comes yeah, I mean, like, as I said, you know, it goes without saying, you know, like, uh, like this whole scenario has taught me certain things. When I used to grow up and I used to see men or older older people who were saying, you know what, I ain't even going to go and see my kids no more. I ain't even going to it no more. Mm. Yeah. This scenario now has been the first scenario in my life mm. that has made me feel that feeling mm-hmm. of, like, you know, I've, I've been put to the test. It's like... Mm-hmm. It's either I'm gonna fight to the end, yeah. I'm gonna fight to the death till mm-hmm. I, til I see my kids. Or it's just like you know what, she's one. Like mm-hmm. I'm done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I've yeah. felt that. I've really not that, but I've actually felt that. You know, yeah. Like, you've, that, that way you've got of, a level of almost understanding of how somebody 
could feel that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hear, I hear you. Yeah, and that's all. This all part of empathy. That's all a part of empathy. Mm, I and hear then, that. And then when, once you start going through your own uh, struggles and 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 you know troubles in life, yeah, mm-hmm. you know you learn not to judge so much or as much. Mm-hmm. You know, you could have a man that says says like, oh, you know what? I don't even see my kids. I don't care. Obviously, you look at that. That's that. Yeah, you gotta mm-hmm. care. Yeah. Bit. But then you got like people in my situation where you know you love your kids to death. You don't, I don't even know them right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they like. I see a meme the other day. Um, a girl posted it, and she's always a bit. She's like she's crazy bitter over over uh, uh, yeah over her son's dad. So she wants to post a sign that um, men are always talking about they can't see their kids, but ask him ask him what shoe size his kid is. And I bet he's gonna, I bet will freeze up or say it like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that got me because then I started thinking like, wow, I don't even know my son's shoe size right now. Yeah, yeah. But that's for that's for good reason though. That's not because I don't want to be there. Yeah. It's because she's literally shut me out. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you know, taking me to a legal, you know, I have to do everything legally. So it's like, yeah, that that was hard. Right in the beginning, I remember about breakup. I used to say no. Like, there's no way I'm doing no legal. I ain't going through no legal, legal proceedings. I ain't gonna go and go sit down in no contact center to see my da 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 da. da. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now there's nothing I'd rather. Yeah. With what she's put me through. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I still don't hate her deep down. You know what I mean? She's done what she's done. Mm-hmm. She's literally stolen a massive part of my life from me. She's stolen my 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 sons away from me. They're growing up now. Mm-hmm. She's got her new partner. That they've been living together for years, mm-hmm. and you know what I mean. Like, you have to accept that. Mm-hmm. As a man, you've got to accept not being with your your ex or whatever, and they've got a new partner, mm-hmm. and that new partner's going to be around your kids. The first mm-hmm. thing you're thinking, what's this guy about? What's he like? You know what I mean? What's he teaching my kids? So it's a painful, it's a very painful experience. That's a, yeah. That's a that's a um that's in that's. I don't want to say interesting. That's a mad part of the fatherhood experience of having to deal with someone else around the knowledge, kids. the knowledge of yes, yeah, someone else around your child, yeah. and it's got to make it a hundred times worse when you don't have access yeah. to be able to almost vet them, innit? Yeah, you know, like we're 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 grown ups and we've been out here. And, you know, what I mean, we've met lots of different types of people. We've had to deal with lots of different scenarios, so it's almost like you can feel that energy. You can. Yeah, almost suss who somebody is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So not having, not being able to do that, is um, that's a hard pill to swallow, bro. Extremely hard. Mm-hmm. Extremely hard. That's a hard pill to swallow. So yeah, that's that's a hard pill to swallow. So it's like you know, when I said, so you 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 experience the dad don't love me, why don't he love me? Mm. And then you rebel, mm-hmm. and essentially ruin your life the best part of your life mm. you know and then and now you're at a stage where I can't see my kids mm-hmm. so now you're trying to fight to see your kids mm-hmm. then it's the next thing like now there's another man around my kids mm-hmm. but then fast forwarding on to what I've always what I've always thought about mm-hmm. and what you know most men for me that's in my scenario would think about is mm-hmm. okay there's been a big distance in between that me actually spending decent time with my kids Mm-hmm. You know, you have to get to re know them again, they have to get to re know you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The next one is, are they gonna hate me? Yeah. 
and you know I'm not fortunate enough to like this is why I go back to earlier about choosing your partner yeah I wasn't fortunate enough uh, to choose well I say fortunate enough like I didn't choose the right partner that's on my behalf yeah mm -hmm. that's my fault because I didn't look into the you know what I mean I didn't yeah. look into the cracks or whatever um, I just took her for what she is like mm -hmm. she's proved who she is mm -hmm. yeah so you know a lot of men are fortunate to have breakups but luckily the woman's grinded in her head she knows deep down the kid's got to see that look mm -hmm. I'm not feeling you yeah, I'm not really on you, but see your your child, yeah. you see your son, your daughter, and it's the, and the only reason that wouldn't happen is if the the pups doesn't do what he's supposed to do. Yeah, exactly. Or if he's aggressive, or if he's violent, yeah. and which apparently I am. Yeah. I'm everything under the sun yeah. to this to this this girl. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, what my point is is mm. like because there's been such a gap in between our relationship with me and my sons mm -hmm. um, she told me as well from my old mouth she said I'm going to make your sons hate you you ain't seeing if you don't get back with me you ain't seeing your, your kids and I'm going to make them hate you you know what I mean and she's fully just stuck to it so it's not just the fact of like not seeing them it's I know for a fact that they're being pumped with hatred for me no, I hate you. so by the time I'm actually you know you know things have gone through in court and blah 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 like it's like I don't know what to expect now. So now now we're onto a new step of pain. Yeah, it's a whole another. But you, this step is the step. Do you see those kind of steps of pain? Are stuff that you can't influence. Like you can't focus on that stuff because that's what. Um, like I say, when I say that my worst, the work, the only reason, the, my worst fear came true when it came to me getting back in contact with my pops because he turned out to be what my fear would be. That person who stands on what they did. Right, yeah. Well, that's exactly like my dad. Like, so, just, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Not, no, no, not, that's a lie, that's a lie. No to be fair, he did, he, he weren't like, whatever. But, that's the, that's how he's, that's what his actions spoke to me, if that yeah, makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, Right? And, before I met him, I had an experience with somebody who had a similar scenario. And when they heard my situation, and I asked him, this is the elder who had a, who had a son that he hadn't seen since he was however old, same age as me, and at the time. And um, I asked him, what would you do if your son turned up at your door? And he said the first thing he would do would be like, ask him if he wanted a straightener. And I was like, bro, you know I'll push a knife in your neck if you was to say, like, this is at that time. Yeah. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't... That, what? <laughs> like, like that's the energy you're gonna meet yeah. your youth with. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, like, yeah. The only and it was just that was my thing where I was just like, imagine that's what my pops. That's the energy my pops come with. Mm. Where yeah, I might be, I might be the hot-headed youth. I might be that the the youth that's gonna. Um, Rail up or take it far or wanna fight, but you shouldn't be the one coming with that energy. No, I'm like, see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. you should be, the, you have to be the one that don't have to, but you should be the reason. one that, you, right, you should be the one that's coming with, like, let's reason and see what I've got. Yeah. That's the energy. And yeah, if they come yeah. with a different energy, it's a different, I get, I, I hear that, but I, I'm talking about the. 
who you present yourself as is the key. And um, I think, like you said, if they are being popped, it could all be just chat. She was just saying she's got a man in it. Like, the man might be one of the real ones. He might just be like, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Well, this, this goes on to another pain, another, mm. another section of the pain, but also evolving as well, mentally mm. evolving. So I've been through all of that. I mean, what you what you said you went through with your dad, mm-hmm. go through that pain. You want to fight him all the time. Mm-hmm. End of the day, that ain't gonna resolve nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's caused the world of pain, a lifetime of pain. I've now ruined my life over it. Mm-hmm. So now I'm gonna fight you, knock you out, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. How am I gonna feel after that? Is that gonna mm-hmm. make me feel better? Is that gonna, you know what I mean? Like, is that gonna gonna erase everything that he's done, everything he ain't done? No, mm-hmm. it's not. So you have to come to a point of reason mm-hmm. and, and, and be able to have these discussions. Now, in the beginning, when this guy was around my kid, mm. you know what I mean? Obviously, I was still quite hot-headed at the time. Mm. And, yeah, like, I, you know, when you know he's about, you know, mm. he's on, you know what I mean? Like on site and see him, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So and then I come to learn that they're still together. He seems, seems a humble. Humble, humble enough, and I don't know nothing about him as such, but seems mm-hmm. humble enough. So then you've got, a, then you come to the conversation of, I'm gonna end up having to have a conversation with this guy mm-hmm. in the future. If they yeah. stay together, he might have like he wants to tell me about my my child because I'm not there. They live together. Mm-hmm. So it's so much, so much, so many things that that connect. It's like an umbrella of of, of things. Mm. That, that you have to take on it's either like I was talking to my boy the other day mm-hmm. and um, he said to me that he's, he's fell out with his missus missus won't let him you know missus won't let, let him see his daughter mm-hmm. and that and obviously I was trying to talk him through it um, but he's like I'm just going to kill her kill her the whole family <laughs> <laughs> huh? I'm only laughing you two I know who he is that's why uh, yeah but it's not, it's not like it's not like like no one's speaking bad about him it's just like I said to him I know that feeling because mm. that's I know that exact feeling because that's how it makes you feel mm. like if a female is holding your child back and you love your child mm. yeah and the the, 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 the court ain't gonna help or hardly mm-hmm. the court didn't help me and I didn't do nothing wrong I had all the evidence on, on my son's mom everything she was you know inverted commas trying to claim who I was and what I did or whatever mm-hmm. there was nothing Mm-hmm. But I had evidence of her. She went to court, um, big East London family court. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's she's screaming out that I'm this, I'm that, and and trying to play like she's innocent. But mm-hmm. I had, you know, evidence, messages of her saying that she's gonna do me in, she's gonna do my missus in, she's gonna do all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But that's how the situation can make you feel. It can make you either it's either fight or flight. You can even feel like, wow, like I'm gonna. I'm gonna kill you, I'm gonna kill your partner, I'm gonna kill everyone in the house. Uh, even a dog. You know what I mean? Everyone's you know what I mean? But mm. or you have to have a grown approach about it. And be like, look, you have to bite the bullet. You know what I mean? You just gotta wipe your mouth and be like, boy, this is this is eventually I'm gonna have to speak to this man. If they're still together, me and him are gonna have to converse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he might have some if he's a decent enough fella. He might have some decent information for me about mm-hmm. my child that she probably wouldn't tell. She's probably withholding mm-hmm. through spite. 
So she's withholding certain things that she wouldn't want me to know about my son. Mm-hmm. But if he's a decent fellow, he might come to the side and be like, look, you know what, certain things are better, certain things you should know. Mm-hmm. And that would make me respect him like crazy after that. And we might even form a friendship after that. You never know. You never mm. know how life goes. Mm, of course. Yeah, it's um. See what I'm saying. Mm. It's, some people will be like, "What well, man? Ain't holding no friendship, you know." But listen, mm. life is about learning. Yeah, and you never stop learning. Yeah. So eventually, once you've been through so much pain, there's only mm-hmm. so much pain you can go through before you you sit back and say, "You know what? Let me just let things be what they are." Really. If you ain't got control over it, mm. yeah, mm. you just do your best on the outside of that. Understand, so yeah, that's how I that's how I see it. Yeah, I think I think that's um it's a great way to approach it. Um, just being open to thinking about all the different ways it can go, yeah, and being open to them and dealing with them, putting your best foot forward. I think that's a great way to approach it. It's a hard situation you're in, mother. Look at it, look at it like this, yeah. So I'm beefing her, um, her, her partner. Yeah. Yeah. I go and do something mad, yeah. I get nicked. Mm-hmm. They're still together anyway. Yeah. They're still, he's still around my kid. And now you're the person that she's up. trying to characterise you as. Exactly. Now she's now she now I've got form. I've got a record. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just don't make sense. Eventually, you got to, you just got to know. How to play, you know, for longevity, you just gotta know how to just get on with things, man. Mm-hmm. That's the best way forward. And the only reason why I can say that is because I lived the best part of my life not living like that and always doing things on site. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. All that on site business, all that. But eventually, it, it never really, really resolves anything. Yeah. In a lot of ways, it brings you further away from Rocco in a lot of ways. Exactly. Um, you maybe get you your short-term goals, but your long-term goals don't really like you. Like you'll feel better in the moment. That's like yeah, a short-term goal. You, yeah. you can't deal with this pain. You can't deal with this struggle. You can't deal with whatever it is, and this kind of makes you feel better in the moment. Yeah. But it doesn't take away what the real cause of the pain is. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a difficult one. So- Yeah, welcome to Too Much Information. Love, my bro. How you doing? Greetings, my brother. All good, man. You all good? good? All good. Ever looking good, man. Respect, love, all Appreciate of that good stuff. Um, yeah, as I said, welcome to Too Much Information. Um, super grateful, super happy to have you here. Um, yeah, man, I appreciate it. Love, love, love. Um, yeah, man, so really just kind of want to talk to you about fatherhood and your experience with your father and then your experience being a father as you've got the full spectrum. Um, I wanted to talk to you because you're one of them people that I hold kind of high up there when it comes to inspirations, when it comes to fathers, when it comes to um, just being that role model of how you process being a father and how you 
back your thoughts up with actions. Nothing but respect, and I feel like that's why it was so important for me to kind of have you here and um, kind of pick your brain for when my time comes, you see? Um, so, yeah, thank you for doing this. Thank and you um, for me, my Yeah, man. Family. More than welcome, Glad man. You, my family. Love, my bro. Yeah, thank yeah. you, man. I usually start with kind of your home experience. So, because this is a fatherhood series, let's talk about your home experience as it relates to your father. Well, my fatherhood, is, uh, my fatherhood experience wasn't great. Okay. Um, there was always a sort of, you know, a lack of inner connecting. There was never really a feeling of love or true love okay companionship you know mm -hmm. um there was always a massive distance in between me and my father whereas um i used to try my best to do whatever i could to make him happy or you know yeah. he would do certain things or when he's eating or just grab a little salt and pepper and bring it to him vacuum okay. asking you know certain yeah, things yeah, like yeah. that and um yeah it just felt like nothing was ever appreciated um I come to my, my later life, come to find out in my later life mm. the reason why he was the way he was. Mm. But obviously at that time I didn't know, you know what I mean, who why he was treating me the way he was. Okay. He treated me very coldly, like he didn't really want to have a child, you know what I mean? Or so when you say he treated you coldly, just so that I, cause I don't understand, obviously, but mm. like when you say coldly, what do you mean like? Like you'd say something to him, maybe he would ignore you, or what, what, yeah, what do you mean? That, that sort of stuff. that, or it will, it will turn into a physical, you know, you just get a club round the ear real oh, okay. quick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, for nothing. Literally, yeah. like anything you said or done was wrong. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, we never spent any quality time together, like just me and him going out yeah. together and doing things. And, um, yeah, that, was, that put a big hole in, in, in the relationship between yeah. us because it was almost like I was trying to build that bond with him mm -hmm. and um you know trying to trying to gel it together but yeah. we would never we would never marry together because he would allow it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah that's mad. But um so you you experienced that so that's a daily thing. That's just how your yeah, relationship yeah. is. So did you ever did it ever get to the point where um you stopped trying or was it just I don't know did he, did he leave the house and that's just how he just got left kind of in limbo sort of situation no um, it never got to a point where I never stopped I stopped trying mm -hmm. what actually happened was um, things started getting violent um, mm -hmm. my dad was very very physical you know hands he was a strong man as well mm -hmm. you know them big them big Caribbean hands you know what I mean mm -hmm. just one two licks here and there you know what I mean and, mm -hmm. um, but he also, he also used to use objects. One day he sent me to family school bleeding, my ear was bleeding. Mm. And, that, and um, my mum, God bless her soul, she had to sort of, you know, fight so that, you know, social services won't get involved in that because the school was asking questions. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I remember that, that like yesterday, mm -hmm. that, that meeting with the teachers. 
But yeah, things started to get you know go from bad to worse, and yeah. um, it was just everyday beatings, literally, to the point where I used to go up to my room, I used to get my chest of drawers, put it up against the door, and I used to take all my clothes out of my out of every drawer and put on like three pairs of trousers, four pairs of trousers, four, you know what I mean? And the yeah. same, the same with you know the top yeah. jumpers, like socks, a few pairs of socks on the hand, like for gloves, everything yeah. pad myself up, yeah. And that, I was living in that, that sort of fear, you know what I mean? And um, yeah, I remember one day, I think I, I, I did act tough in school that day. Um, mm-hmm. I had a fight. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I was in trouble. Mum obviously, you know, gave me a slap, whatever, sent me to bed. And I remember like the, the, the blanket, I was sleeping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the blanket, woof, oh, straight off geez. me, like, you know, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like a ghost. See the light or look out, look it up like you know you look it up like yeah 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 and I knew what time it was like just dragging me off the bed I had all my clothes on as well yeah you know what I mean all the padding mm. literally stripped them off me ah uh, like you knew the play you knew the play and then it was like you know once it's finished with the hands go next door get the hanger once it's finished with the wire hanger then with the belt and then the slippers and there was always something and it was just like yeah to the point where I ended up running out on the street. Like at the house, sometimes like you know, okay. fear. Yeah, yeah. That's so, yeah. So that's so that's your um, experience of fatherhood, or so or what? So how did you process it at the time? Because obviously you didn't have children at the time. Are you at this point? Are you thinking I'm never gonna be this sort of father to my kids when it's that time, or? As some people say, they're thinking this is what they they in your mind when you process it like this is what fathers do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, where was no. your head at at that time? Um, exactly what you said in the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. I always said, well, you know what? Like, when I get older, I'm never treating my kids. I'm gonna show my kids what love love feels like and mm-hmm. what love is. Yeah, mm-hmm. because that's what I lacked. Yeah, I always grew up thinking from as far as I can remember mm. that this guy don't love me. Why don't he love me? What did I do wrong? Because mm-hmm. I was quite a happy child yeah. when I grew up. Um, yeah, I was quite playful, jokey. Yeah. You know, it's like. It's everyone like, else liked you, just he didn't. Sort of thing. Well, I wouldn't say everyone. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? As a kid, like, you, you're a kid, didn't it? Like, you yeah, like you was... I was. I was quite outgoing, same way I am now. It's weird because, you know, from that, from that situation, mm. um, it sort of. It tra- sort of transitioned from being a happy kid to going through the scenario with him which then turned me into a different you know made me look at life a different way mm-hmm. and then you know the barriers are up and then you're angry and you're angry at the world and blah 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 mm-hmm. to now finally I've gone through the best part of my life like that and now sort of transitioning back to how I was in the beginning I fully hear I fully <laughs> hear, hear that I fully hear that yeah so so yeah that's, that's what I was going to ask you that how how did it kind of how did it kind of change you you kind of said like you became angrier mm-hmm. you became like you said the walls go up how like what does that look like in is it like okay yeah you're acting up in school maybe you're fighting more um did it change your view of what violence was well to be fair that was the only violence i really experienced Mm. And I'm talking like from like eight years old, so mm. really early in my life, like it mm. was like for a good four years, mm. consistent violence. 
Yeah. And it's not just, you know, like just the average, you know, little club here and there. It like was putting like the work in on putting the work in and you know what I mean, and even when, when we got family and, and visitors around and just no one can't tell him nothing. Table. Yeah. Yeah, all of that. So yeah. um so yeah, like I experienced that and that turned me as it would do to any young young person, yeah. you know what I mean? That sort of turned me the other way. Then I started to, you know, the question why don't you love me yeah. got, got got stronger and stronger to the point where now I'm actually starting to take it out on the wrong people. I'm taking it out on people at school, I'm fighting people at school. This is primary school, yeah. by the way. Um, so I was so bad at primary school that um, I ended up being uh, I had I ended up being a one to one student. Okay. Yeah, where I wasn't allowed to be with the rest of the class anymore. Um, so when the, when the kids went out for, for break and lunch, like out in the playground, mm. as you do in primary school, mm. I was inside. And then when everyone come inside, I was the only one outside. Me and one teacher in an empty playground. Yeah, and that that was that was my life from from early. And then that just it just it just you know excelled into more and more anger yeah. and hatred for the world and hatred for everything else but the real issue was mm -hmm. he didn't love me and he sort of you know it was like he was pumping that into me mm. and i couldn't be who i really was like be happy yeah. so i just took it out on the wrong people and i lashed out so where's is and this is so you said like it was like four year period let's say from like eight yeah, to it was. twelve or whatever yeah it was. so then what he left no what happened is when i was 12 mm. Um, my mum, uh, my mum left him. She gave him quite a few warnings. You know what I mean? She said to him that, you know, if you don't, you know, you need to stop, you need to stop attacking our child like this. I remember, like, you know, like when you're a kid mm. and you overhear conversations and you're like listening through cracking the door, like yeah. certain conversations, and, and, and she was just at her wit's end. She was just like, look, like this, this has to stop. Mm. Like I don't, I don't agree with it. Mm. And you know. As I said, things went from bad to worse, and mm. then, yeah, he, he didn't stop, so she ended up leaving him. Mm. Um, yeah, we went to my nan's, and uh, we stayed at my nan's for a bit, I think for about a year or two. Mm. And then she, I remember she sat us down, me and my sister, mm. she sat me and my sister down, and she said, look, this is this is the play, right? I've, I've, left, your, I've left your dad. I'm never gonna stop you seeing him. Yeah. Yeah. You can always see your dad. Anytime you want to see your dad, you can see him, but I've stopped. So obviously me and mum's like, why? Well sorry, me and my sister's like, why? So my mum. Obviously we know why, but yeah. we're just saying yeah. that, you know, is there anything else? And she didn't really want to badmouth him, which is one thing I knew. And that's when I knew what morals was. That's when I learned what morals was. Yeah. Because no matter who done her wrong, she would, you know, she would never speak bad about no one. Yeah. Even him. So she said, look, we just didn't get on, things didn't work out, you yeah. can see your dad whenever you want. Mm -hmm. yeah. And just kept it moving like that. So shortly after that, yeah. um, obviously he was trying to get my mum back. Mm -hmm. And uh, obviously that, that, that never happened, but he was trying. And um, so he used to like start reaching out to me and my sister, start doing things he'd never done before. He was all new to us, like take us to restaurants. Yeah. Yeah, so we used to go and see my dad in Bethlehem Green. Mm. And um, you know, we used to go to his church and he used to take us out for Chinese and me and my sister was like, Well, oh, like this is um 
this is new, but yeah. maybe like he's trying. So yeah. let's 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 give him a, give him a pass. Oh. You know what I mean? And then to the point where it got to that was just constant, but the conversation was never anything to do with how are you, how you know, and to my sister, how are you? And, and At this time, are you realizing this? Is this something that you're noticing at the time? Or is this something that as you've got older and you've looked back on it? No, it like, was generating then. It was generating yeah. from then. So you're you noticing yeah. that, well, like, my man's not even... He's not really interested in us. This is all kind of like a... Almost yeah. like a play to try and... Yeah, try exactly, and that's exactly what it was. Because okay. the conversation was purely directed on speak to your mum for me. Okay. Tell your mum. He's saying, right, tell your mum I want to be better for her. Tell your mum, tell your mum, tell your mum. That's all the conversation right. that was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, um... That's when me and my sister, like, you know, we looked at each other, like, me and my sister's always been like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, even to this day. So, that's when, you know, we looked at, look at each other, like, what's this guy on? Like, yeah. Something getting right here, you know what I mean? What, so, you like 12 these times? Yeah, like 12, 13, 14, the, the, the next couple of years yeah, after yeah. The, the, the divorce. And that. And then it got to the point where um, he just said, you know what, this is long. Mm. And just stopped. I remember driving. I remember driving to go and see him one day. This fast forwarding, I'm like 17, just got my license. I remember driving to go and see him. Mm. And um, yeah, he just, he just like calling and calling and calling him. I knew he was in, never answered the door, never came down, you know, like all stuff like that. And then I started yeah. thinking like, you know what? Yeah, like the proof's in the pudding now. What's happened has happened. Mm-hmm. This is now his time to, you know, to, to fix his ways up, mm. you know, and prove himself. And yeah, yeah he was just like, no, oh, this ain't for me. Well, all right, so, so then, okay, so then, obviously, you're 17, get on with your life. What's the interaction like over those, after that? So, boy, that, that, that was, you know, probably the, well, the worst part of my life, really, because I was rebelling. Mm. I was, you know, very wild. Mm-hmm. You know, keeping up with things that a young male with no father, with no father, you know, father figure, no direction does. Yeah. You're on the street, you're hanging with your boys, you're doing what, what you're not meant to do. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And um, yeah, that's that's how that, and then that just trans, transitioned into a whole other thing. Yeah. And it was just like, you know what, these are, I've met a few good loyal people. Yeah. Uh, these, these are my family now. Mm-hmm. So are you, are you, is there any contact between you and your father at this point? At that, at that in point? That, in that period of time there? Um, once in a while, I'll step out, like I'll, 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 I'll try and reach are out. Are you to reaching him. out to him? It's me to reaching out to him. It's okay. never ever been him reaching out to me. The only okay. time he's ever reached out to me is if he wanted something. Something like what? Like, how's your sister doing? Okay. Like, not how I'm doing, just yeah. how's your sister doing? Mm-hmm. Whatever. And yeah. That's when I knew that, you know, his love for my sister was always like, yeah. you know, we saw his sister love. Yeah, of course, but your sister weren't getting the same treatment that you were getting. It was all directed at you. Um, she well, come to I've come to find out that she was, okay. but it was never when I was there. I remember one time he tried to he tried to hit her or whatever, and I jumped on his back and he turned around and gave me the coldest beating. That was the first time. That was just before my parents got divorced. Okay. So um, yeah, but he never really did it in front of me. But now that I've, you know, as I said, like my sister told me certain things mm-hmm. it used to happen. Okay. Yeah. So all right. 
So even though you kind of answered it, so like this experience that you've had with your dad, yeah, that has kind of built a mind state in you where you're like, all right, I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna repeat that, or I'm gonna break the cycle of that in the males in my oh, family because I'm assuming that that's what he experienced. Yeah, well, yeah, I was always going to get to that. Yeah, so um, that's what, yeah. So, so, did you you ever had that conversation, or you ever find out why he behaved that way? Yeah. So, so it was during that time when you know I was getting in a lot of trouble, when mm-hmm. I was you know around the wrong crowd or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, one day, I called him up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually this is this is the story behind it. Okay. Right? So, just quickly. Mm-hmm. So, um, I watched the film. Eddie Murphy film mm. called A Thousand Words right and the long and short of that, I don't know if you've seen it you've seen it? Something about a tree or something is that yeah, that film? Yeah that film was hard yeah it feels hard yeah go on anyway just for the just for the yeah just for the yeah. For, yeah. For, for the camera so um, yeah so basically in the film mm. um, he loses his dad yeah mm. but his dad he, when, when he lost his dad mm. they weren't on good terms yeah mm-hmm. and he lost his dad mm. and he felt like there was something missing he never got to you know reconnect or sort things out with mm-hmm. this tree magically appeared in his garden and every time he spoke because usually it was bad words you know what I mean words of malice towards mm-hmm. his dad every time he spoke a tree a leaf fell off the tree mm-hmm. yeah so there was three leaves left on the tree mm-hmm. yeah um, one day he went to his father's grave mm-hmm. and said I forgive you mm-hmm. yeah at his father's grave and then it showed you a scene where back at his house where the three leaves fell off one, two, three, and I forgive you. Mm. And then that really hit me. So I just took it upon myself and straight after that, like that resonated with me so bad. Mm. I just said, you know what? Let me just try and be the bigger man because he ain't going to do it. Mm. So yeah, I called him up, tried to reason with him. Mm. And um, he came round, you know what I mean? He came round and um, we spoke and he was just like crazy uncomfortable. Like he couldn't look me in the eye. Mm. Like he couldn't, he was just... It was, it was like being with a stranger. Okay. Yeah, so um, I just said to him, look, I ain't got no malice towards you or whatever. Um, I just got a few questions, yeah? I need to know why, you know, why my childhood ended up the way it did when you were supposed to be guiding me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it was along them lines. Yeah. And, uh, um, he started going on about, you know, when he grew up in Jamaica and... You know, it was it was rough, and they used to fight each other with rocks and all sorts mm-hmm. of business, and mm-hmm. basically like just pure excuses. Yeah, yeah. So I've said to him, uh, but he he's like, oh, but everyone's everyone can change, everyone can change. That was his angle on the conversation, and I was like, okay, yeah, no, I appreciate that. But why is things still not changing? Why, well, like, how come you don't reach out to me? Like, how come you don't? It's like you're not sorry, mm-hmm. and never ever did really say sorry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He was just like, it's just excuse after excuse after excuse. Mm-hmm. So, fast forwarding that conversation, mm. finished, fast forwarding now, um, to like a year later. Mm. So, um, a year later, I had my I had my son, yeah, and um, I said, you know what, I was obviously still feeling that, that bitterness that mm. he left me with, you know what I mean? So, mm. I was like, all right, cool. Let me just, he ain't, he ain't shouting, my son's one now. He knows about it, but he's never said 
he's never reached that, he's never been mm-hmm. that little, I'm going to come to you, to my grandson or whatever. So I went through his apart, went to my nan's and um, introduced him to my son. Because mm-hmm. um, I thought that was the, the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, it sort of felt like I was doing his duty for him. Mm-hmm. Like I'm doing the stuff that he's supposed to be doing. So, so which goes back to what we were saying earlier about wanting to be the complete opposite of him. Mm-hmm. So these are the things I feel are, you know, the stand-up things you should be doing. This is the separation now. This is the breaking of the cycle we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Here. That's exactly what it was, mm-hmm. the breaking of the cycle. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I've been trying to do, that breaking mm-hmm. cycle. And as the saying goes, you can bring the horse to the water, but you can't make it drink. Right. So I brought, the, I brought my son to... Um, to you know, to meet his granddad, mm. for him to meet his grandson. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, Lord. Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? I'm your granddad. Uh, pull out to me quick, giving it to him. He's like, what? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like he's like he's almost like he don't even he don't know no better. Like it's like, why are you giving a one year old a score? Yeah. Like, why are you giving him one like? He didn't know what to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's from that moment, that's when I, I realised, I think there's something underlying going with him. Mm-hmm. It's not just the anger and the violence and everything like yeah. that. It's, I think something mentally, the underlining is going on with this guy. You know what I mean? He just has never, maybe he's never got, he's never, he just has no understanding of what it is to be a good father. What it is exactly to be that. a Yeah. Like, you see, it, it, like, it just blows my mind. Like, the guy's got, you know, he's, he's got, He's always had two businesses, yeah. He's really telling that he used to work two jobs, then he started his own business, mm-hmm. then he started another one. Now he's got properties and all sorts of stuff. But one thing my, my question was like, he you know, why why didn't you take me under your wing and show me the ropes and, and you know like Thanks. teach me how to do certain you things if you didn't want to be the Yeah yeah. And what did he say to that? Well, uh, well um uh, your mum and things didn't work out your mum before that yeah. why wasn't that the goal usually yeah. if a man if a man has a son mm. I mean that's the main thing you know you're going to show you're going to show your son the ropes you're going to show him how to do certain things you know money management how to look after your money mm-hmm. how to you know all these sort of things that are completely messed up from my life <laughs> you know what I'm saying like these are you know because that's the because that's the only thing apparently that he's actually good at he's mm. making money mm. Other than that, I ain't seen a damn thing really. Mm. Yeah. So, and I don't mean seeing things like money. Money is not the issue. No, no, no. I'm I hear just you. You're just saying it's in a lesson. A father. What is? What have you learned? What What is the positive thing that you've learned from him being your father? And then when you analyze it, you're saying, okay, you haven't showed me nothing, and it's almost like. You, I could understand you not showing me nothing if you had nothing to show, but you actually had a skill that would have been beneficial to my life. Exactly. That you have decided for whatever reason so to, to not withhold, to withhold, like yeah. withhold, withholding information sort of thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't do that. Like yeah. it's, it's like to your bros, like you're my close friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like if I knew about something like your platform now, if I knew something that was yeah. going to help you benefit which is going to help you excel mm-hmm. then I, that, like me holding that information from you that, that, that would just do something to my spirit yeah I you know I mean? that's 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 not me so I, I have you. to let you know that because I want to see you but yeah but that just weren't him 
So, so, but so he never had no. He, so, did you did you ever get into what his experience was with his father? Very, or was it all very kind never, of like, yeah? He would he would he would never really get deep into it. At that time, when I called him up mm. before the, 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 I'm talking about the time before I mm-hmm. introduced him to my son, mm. when it was just me and him, mm. because he's one of these sort of people. Um, he's very. Uh, what, what, what's the word? He's very weak-minded. Yeah, so if he's around other people, yeah, mm-hmm. and you try and talk something serious to him, he'll digress and talk to someone else about something. Oh yeah, so da, da, da. you know, like just try and cut. So I wanted, it, I wanted it to just be me and him, someone mm-hmm. looking in the eye, yeah, and talk to him, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Couldn't even look me in the eye. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. What? It's um, it's interesting just because, like I see, even though it's different. I see some parallels with the relationship with my father in the sense of kind of just not understanding how someone can kind of just not know how to care about somebody or the way that somebody cares about somebody is so completely different to anything that I can comprehend. Mm. It's like it's hard to it's hard to make sense of you know in the same way that you're saying like you kind of that's what I was going to say do you because this is something that I because I had that same thing that I said to you like did you ever your experience did it ever make you think I'm just never going to do that like I might not know what to do from experience but I know what not to do so I'm just not going to repeat the mistakes of that of what he made so I kind of, I had that growing up of like, before I was even thinking about having kids, I just knew that when I do have my children, for me, it was very much like he just disappeared and left. You know what I'm saying? And it was, my thing was like, I'm just not going to do that. I'm going to do everything within my power. Like, even if it comes down the line and I have the conversation with my children about what happened, I'm going to have more to say than I oh, just couldn't be asked or... Not saying that's exactly what he said, but that's kind of how it comes across. Yeah, do you understand? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that the idea of not repeating the cycle is interesting to me to think that if he's experienced certain things, the only way that he would repeat the cycle is if he thought that it was a benefit to him. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So, which it clearly ain't then. It just and then it comes down to depends on what your value system is. Because I feel like, because the same way that my pops was with me, we're like, man, ducked when I was two, and he's kind of repeated that cycle with a whole load of other children before and since. Oh. It's like, then, you know, you find out the little kind of nuances about his upbringing a little bit. Yeah, yeah And yeah. then you start to think, okay, that's, that you just don't, together. you just don't understand the value of, because you didn't have the relationship that I would want with my child. Because you didn't have that with your pops, and you feel like you're right. So because you feel like you're right, you don't see the value in doing these things mm-hmm. for your you. That's yeah. how I've kind of kind of patterned it with um, my pops. All right, that's um, it's probably interesting to kind of think about. Also, as well, what I was going to ask: Do you think, see, like your view of being a father? Do you think that that 
you would have had the same view. Cause we haven't gotten to what you're viewing or how you are as a father. Yeah, yeah. But do you think you'd have the same view that you've got as a father if you hadn't experienced what you had? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I don't know, like, like if I rewind and, mm-hmm. and, and look at things, like, everything that happened didn't happen, yeah? yeah? He was a good man, a good father to me, mm-hmm. you know, raised me up in a mm-hmm. certain way, where, mm-hmm. you know, to build me up for my future. Mm-hmm. Who knows where I'll be? Yeah. And then, but, but then, in this, at the same speed, it could have happened both ways as well because mm. I could have followed in his footsteps and been an amazing, you know, been just like my dad mm. or I could have come across a certain scenario in my life uh, like a downfall yeah. and been like, you know what, this is wrong, like, I don't want to, like, this just ain't me. I don't even want kids forever, more. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, so you never know what's around the corner. Yeah, the reason why I ask is because I think, this is something that I think about all the time, where I think, like, do you think that if you just have a good dad, a good dad does what he's supposed to do, kind of everything's hunky-dory, not hunky-dory because life is life, but you, they do their best, what they can do, yeah. what you feel like is the best, and you can't really question that. Mm. Do you then not have an appreciation of what they do? Does that make sense? Like, if you if, I'm, if, I'm, if I've had a dad that's just been cool, my life's cool, as far as my pups is concerned, do I then not... Do, does that make me undervalue it and think that's just standard? Mm, yeah, do you get what I mean? Do you get what I mean? Something. I mean, it all, it all comes down to the, the individual. Mm. At the end of the day, if you're, if you're you know, a person that knows how to truly appreciate, you mm-hmm. know, some, most people only appreciate for their own benefit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you know how to truly appreciate, mm. you know you will appreciate everything that they've done, especially growing up. You know, you grow up in the ends, you go around, you know, with other people that are misfortunate. You know, they're, um, you know, they're, not, they're not fortunate enough to have what you've got. You might not have a lot, but we didn't have a lot of money, I remember. But at the same time, mm-hmm. it was like, I still had a loving mum. Mm-hmm. And I would, always look at, I would always look at life like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember having conversations, so, so, you know, when I was in unit, and, um, you know, some of my friends are like, oh, you know what, like, your mum, man, she's, she's, she's crazy, like, she's so nice, like, she's, you know what I mean, yeah. like, there's, and then that would make me, you know what, like, life ain't really that bad, you know what I mean, yeah, my dad beats the shit out of me every day, <laughs> but, like, at least I can appreciate that, that's how I've always been, yeah. do you know what I mean, so, as I said, it all, it all comes down to the individual, mm. when it comes to appreciating, mm-hmm. 